0: You are listening to the Healthy Project Podcast with your host, Corey Dion Lewis. For more, go to healthyprojectpodcast.com. All right. Hello, everybody. Thank you for being here at the Healthy Project Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Dion Lewis. Uh, today, I have no stranger to me. I got the homie, Leah Williams. Um The reason, Leah, why I wanted you on the podcast, first of all, thank you for being here. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me here today.
0: Yes. You know, one of the reasons why I wanted you here, and there are a few things that we'll talk about, you know, education, things like that, but you're the first black woman that I know that has a background in STEM engineering, you're the first in I don't want to say only because I, it'd be my my luck. Someone's like, you know, I could. Yeah.
1: Well, I was about to say, I know a few, but if I'm the first, I'm still like, wow. Like you're the that fr- speaks yeah. volume. When I found
0: out you were a civil engineer, I was like, yo, okay. that's dope. I had no idea. I, you're the first to know. So like I'm super, I'm in this stage in life where, you know, I want to see more kids, especially kids of color, mm-hmm. to be looking at different. Ways of getting out of their situation, getting an education. Mm-hmm. There are other avenues. And for some reason, not for some reason, but we don't really see. Right. We don't have representation. Right. Like growing up, I didn't have a representation of someone who was an engineer. Correct.
1: Correct.
0: Um, but then to know somebody that is an engineer is like, oh, that's dope. So
1: changes your perspective. It changes
0: a lot. your perspective for sure. So um, I definitely want to touch on STEM and all that other stuff. But before we get into that conversation, can you tell the people a little bit about yourself and what gets you up in the morning? Ah. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> I always feel like
1: that's a loaded question to know me it is to ask me how I'm doing. i be like, well, I'm not going to just tell you fine. So a little bit about myself is mm-hmm. I'm from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and I had I went to college at North Carolina Agricultural, Technical, and State University, and I actually got my degree in agricultural and biosystems engineering. Mm. So the civil engineering was by title when I went to work for oh, USDA. Oh, gotcha. However, um, so I went to college, I got this great job with USDA NRCS, and um, I worked in Maryland for two years, and then I got the opportunity to come here to Des Moines. And that's where the civil engineering title came in because I was designing flood retarding structures, also known as dams. Mm. And so that's what brought me here to Iowa because then I can work at the – I know people don't probably know where you record, but I worked in uh, the downtown building here for the federal building. And I got to be on a design team where I reviewed Mm. dams and also designed them at the same time. Right.
0: What was that work like? Like, was it – stressful work cuz you know designing dams mm-hmm. like I'm I'm assuming there's a lot of like hey this has to be right or we could have some problems
1: the work itself wasn't stressful but as you mentioned about having representation I don't know how deep we're going to go
0: we can go as deep as you want
1: um it was the people i had to work with cuz as you said mm. I'm the only one you knew so mm. guess what i was the only one for the state of Iowa uh, even when i worked in Maryland i was the only one the state of Maryland now there was way more black male engineers but when it came down to it I was one of five black females at that particular time that I knew for my agency so having to debunk my ethnicity and my gender all at the same time and then I look younger people don't (laughs) assume that so all my life you know people assume I'm presumably younger so -hmm. it's like all those things you have to debunk and then I got my accent. You know, oh, people yeah. don't think you're smart enough. You know, they thinking Beverly Hillbilly. So you have all that kind of stuff. So I couldn't just go to work and just be Leah. I had to first, because my name spelled L-Y-A. First, I got to get you to say my name right. Right. Then I got to get you to respect me as a person. Then I could get down to the work.
0: Before you can even get to the work, there's some, you got to get through the, the the bushes and the thorns, and All get through all that just to say, okay, now let's get to work.
1: Right. So it's like, you know, that constant like questioning of yourself, like you could say something and then nobody hears the answer. But then if my white counterpart said something, oh, they knew it was up and I'm sitting here like, but I just said that, oh, we didn't hear you. Mm. Right. So when you have to constantly go through those kind of thresholds, that's hard, but I'm no stranger
0: to it. Right. Right, man. That's deep, and we can we can talk about just that for a long time. Right. But I want to get into what I want to talk to you no about. No problem. You know, so when we think of STEM, like not everybody knows what that what that is. Right. And I know um, that's a, a lot of of what your your platform is, is built on. So, can you tell us what is STEM?
1: STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. And I know we were gonna probably talk about STEAM. That mm. didn't quite take off because there is still like a controversy amongst mm. the older people in the STEM wanting to add the word art. So I have had that thrown at me a few times. And I'm right. like, well, not gonna make the whole battle. The whole battle for me is the STEM platform because I wanna encourage more people who look like me and not assume I couldn't be one, right? right? Um, so that's the background for STEM.
0: Right. Why do you think they're going back to what you're saying? And this kind of leads into my next question. Why do you think there is such a lack of diversity in this industry?
1: Because I don't think we think that we can do it. See, like I'm from the East Coast. So on the East Coast, the population demographics is so much different. I got to have it at a younger age. My mom being a math teacher. Let's start there. Mm. How many of us think math is hard? I mean, you would meet so many people. I can't do math. And girls get discouraged even earlier on about a lot of girls I knew knew math. But once, you know, the hormones kick in, they like boys. That kind of goes out the door. But when you're not there trying to encourage someone to pick it up and figure it out. Because math, that's my love. I love math. Mm. I love math to death because math is in everything we do. We couldn't sit on this couch. You wouldn't be able Man, to record this real. podcast. You got to be able to know how to do your numbers, right? Um, and then having two uncles. So a lot of people don't know this, but my uncle, he's recently going to be retiring. He's a chancellor currently at North Carolina A&T State University. And he's right. my mom's youngest brother. And my older uncle he, both of the two, I'm trying to say, were electrical engineers. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, I got a math teacher and right. two engineers. So I got to grow up with that. So that's a, a thing, I think, that you need that representation early on. And then the other thing is, if I don't know how to do math, how do I get in an advanced math? You need to be able to know how to do it if you want right. to be able to apply for it. So by the time I'm a freshman in high school, I'm taking geometry. I'm in there with Mm -hmm. the juniors and seniors. So, yes, I was very much that nerd.
0: However,
1: I knew early on I wanted to be an engineer. So I think that's the, to me, in the nutshell, is having the representation and then being able to catch kids younger early on. Because if you don't have this high math by eighth grade, you can't progress to the next stage.
0: Yeah. So not only did you have a love for math, it sounds like, because it was – it was a part of your environment Right. if, if engineering was where you were it was ever it was in your family it was what you love so it was there and that's always not the case for a lot of kids it's not you know what I mean
1: like I forgot to add so when my uncle before he was a chancellor um when I was about 16 he had a stem program at T. so I got the opportunity to stay on campus and oh, go wow. to a stem program and it was free so, I think it's the access. You got to have access and you need to have opportunities. And, like Amir, my son, he goes to STEM camp. That camp is like $250.
0: Right. So, now
1: you got a social economic thing. There's
0: another barrier.
1: How many people have access? Even people who are working don't really have that, op- that access to it. And he goes for a week. And we'll right. probably do it again. Like it's at his own intuition that he wants to do it. Right. But you got to be able to have that. So I think we have that. So you mentioned about another woman. I don't know if you knew Kim Wayne, but um, she used to work for 3M, but she has a uh, Jewels Academy, but it's specifically for girls oh. of color. Yeah. So see, that's the access thing, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So if we had more stuff like that. I no, that's where my heart is, but I don't know how to get it started. <laughs> right, you know, because that's been the thing. Like, how do you make that?
0: Yeah, uh,
1: opportunity. How, Who do I reach out to? Who can help me do this? And how can it not just be me? Since I have other hats.
0: Right. It's it's too bad too because even looking at it as from a um, a parent perspective, mm-hmm. right and. Um, there's there's privilege in being able to say be able to drop two hundred on right uh, a program, but I'm not even going to uh, lie to you, Leah. It's so it's so interesting as you say that mm-hmm. because I'm sitting here thinking like I just dropped a couple hundo on uh, a basketball team,
1: right? Sports and then
0: and then but to think about dropping that for something that wasn't like that, mm-hmm. it's like. It's like, well, we got to sit down and throw, <laughs> see what this budget looking like, right? But is even though that probably was the case too with the basketball, but it was it wasn't as much of a conversation. Mm-hmm. And how do we change that mindset of investing? Because now, as you say that, I am thinking, well, this is just a this is an investment in my child's future, right? That will probably take him a lot further than than basketball.
1: Because now everybody gonna be. LeBron James Look. and you know yeah. from my generation, Michael Jordan. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I love like my um sister, I have a nephew, he's six foot eight. Mm-hmm. So you know every time they see him, and he he's at ant by the way. I'm not gonna say his name so you don't get <laughs> embarrassed. But first thing they ask, do you play basketball? Yep. So one of the things I always consciously said to myself is when people would meet my child, we do not get to ask him about sports. Ask him if he's about to be a doctor, if he's gonna do something else. Mm. Like we have to debunk that. And I, I do understand that's a lot of people's way yeah. of, um, having a different lifestyle to get themselves and pull themselves up by the bootstraps. However, your knee can go out. You know.
0: Tomorrow. And you
1: still need to know math. When or why? Because mm-hmm. you want people to be able to. You need to be able to count your money. Yeah. You need to be knowledgeable enough on how that's gonna work, so people don't take the money from out from underneath you but back to that with my nephew my sister started saying we promote academics over athletics mm. and that has really stuck with me because I sometimes worry like maybe my kid gonna be this nerd and nothing's wrong with it because a lot of times we're the ones that's behind it you know yeah. getting things pushing and moving and there's nothing wrong but I think sometimes people think it's a bad thing to be smart you know when I was coming up it was Realticule. Oh, yeah, you didn't want you to. You know what I'm saying? And I wore glasses. I mean.
0: Oh, forget about the,
1: it. Now they're in fashion, but you know them big ones. <laughs> okay. And so then I ain't get, laughing at you. Yes, you, you are. I just, <laughs> but, you know, I but just, then to get called a nerd, yeah. I had to learn to be like, okay, and I'm a nerd. Yeah. Now what? But I can poke my, you know, I got my head up. I'm an engineer. Not yeah. a lot of people can say that. Not
0: a lot of people can say that.
1: They can't say that. And it, it leak, but it does also create sometimes a problem because when you say that, then you got to deal with, Oh, she knows more than me. What can I figure out that she doesn't know? It's not mm. that I just proved myself academically right. that I'm capable of being a jackal of all trades. Yeah. And
0: they're just showing their, their insecurity. Yes. And nothing to do with you,
1: nothing to do with me.
0: Right. How do we encourage more diversity in, these programs so like why I ask that is especially in in our school district Mm -hmm. they have different programs that are kind of mass for engineering so they have like where you can make the Lego League League. Mm -hmm. and I think there was one there was like a robot one where you can do like
1: they have robotics
0: coding yeah there's all these things Um, but you don't necessarily it's almost like they're not Marketed towards um, certain individuals, or like maybe they are, but like certain people are. They're not. At, they're they're not.
1: Mm-mm. Cause the Lego League, for example, cause I was gonna bring that up. Mm-hmm. Um, believe it or not, is an Indian woman. She's a, one of the robotics coaches, and she was like, she had never met a black female engineer. So you're not the minority on that mm-hmm. type of concept. But the fact that I was first, and I'm sitting here like, wow, like this is deep, right? Well, there was a time where they didn't have a lot of Indian kids in the Lego Leagues. When I went to go look, because I was asked to be a judge at that particular time, I couldn't. It was just some other things. However, all I saw were white kids, Asian kids, which Asian kids are also Indian kids, right? There was no black kids, none. And Amira was doing a future Lego League. It's the starter group, Mm -hmm. third grade. He wanted to do it. Well, the problem is coming up with a team. So I want to have a team of some black kids. First, I got to go find some black mm-hmm. students, right? And now I got to add that to my plate, too, to be a coach. Oh yeah. And so where my heart is there is saying that where will I be able to put that time in? So there's there. So that's where it is. It's like I needed to find me a parent was my plan who would be willing to do it because they give you everything you need
0: right? to get
1: started. But where are you going to find that at? Because so many of us are already busy. But I think it's just like, you you know, how you're making your aha about basketball. We have to just find someone that's willing. not seeing you, but there mm-hmm. has to be someone really putting it upon their heart. And I'm hoping that I can get that because I want my child on that team. I just right. personally can't do it. But I'm willing to do it if it doesn't fall all on me. So that was one option.
0: Right. I know it's it's taking it's almost just taking the pause and seeing what's what the bigger picture is, right, right, and I know my son I know he would love to do something like that, okay, he would hudson he that math is his thing, okay, and he loves Legos and but for some reason, every time I bring it up, it's like, yeah, but it's like I'm wondering if. Maybe if he saw some people that looked like him.
1: That's key. That he
0: would be like, oh, yeah, I'll do it.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what
0: I'm saying? But he's just kind of like, oh, it's cool, but, you know.
1: I think it's hard because I think we, we do things based off our you know past generation. Like, mm-hmm. my motivation was my mom was a math teacher, so that meant public right. education money. Well, my father worked in a factory, but he was the highest position as a mechanic. He still had to know how to do algebra. Sometimes right. they would test him to maintain that job. But it was the highest position you could have without having a college degree in a tobacco industry, mm, right? Mm-hmm. But the two of them was always like, we want you to live. We live nice, but we want you to live better than me. So mm. putting that mindset. So I wasn't pushed to make straight A's. I wasn't pushed to do anything that I didn't want to do. But them encouraging me to do that and always, you know, um, the biggest thing I loved that my dad would say was like, Whatever you learn here, nobody can take away from you. And so Mm -hmm. that gave me enough confidence when I would be in rooms with people who wanted to debunk me. So with our kids, I don't think they really understand the struggles Mm
0: -hmm. of how
1: we got there. Um, I think if my son was challenged, for instance, with having to be on campus, no air conditioning, (laughs) no Internet, (laughs) no phone, and you having to walk everywhere because you don't have a vehicle. That was the way my HBCU was set up, Historically Black College and University, for those that don't know. So I had that mindset, and I was always taught to do a lot of stuff independently. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I'll speak for myself, we um, do more for our kids than they have to really do. Now, there are some things I make them independently do, right? but those are the conversations I have. I say, well, what do you want to do in your future? If I'm always doing this for you, right. or you're always choosing the fun stuff, you're going to be an adult sometime, and you're going to need to know these things. And it's absolutely. my job to encourage you how to go that path. So maybe we got to, you know, get the families together and do a Lego party. We got plenty of Legos. <laughs> we
0: got plenty of Legos. You know,
1: and, and maybe that could be a thing is create an event. Mm-hmm. I know we know enough people between us Yep. and make it that way and see if that could be something to pick up, you know? Yeah,
0: Absolutely. I, I would love to do that. We should definitely talk about that. Um, so I, it's it's very apparent that education, math, these are foundational things mm-hmm. of your your mission and what you do. Um, and I'm tiptoeing around this topic.
1: <laughs> uh oh. You
0: know what I'm saying? Because you know I don't want no smoke. Right. Um, what? You, and I know you're you're running for for school board. What what encouraged you, or what was the kind of the the genesis of your reason for wanting to be involved and um being being a presence there
1: honestly what we've already talked about i Mm. didn't see myself you know i come into the school as a kindergarten parent and i'm just looking around i mean real talk i always do look for some of us because that's a safe space for me right who's who's present with me right i try to go there but when i was sitting around at the parent teacher organization pto and i was it Or us, said, you know, people of color, brown people. I was just like, what's going on? Why aren't there other parents here? But it became apparent to me this is important because as I got involved, I didn't have just like black babies coming up to me. I had Indian babies. I had Asian babies saying, oh, I know who you are. You're whatever say, Amir's mom. And Mm -hmm. that gave me encouragement. Like, okay, me being here present as a parent, I'm debunking that we don't Mm -hmm. care. Because so many times I would hear, well, parents should be here and they should do that. Well, when you go work from 8 to 5, then you got to think about food or what yeah, other, you know, sports, stuff like that. The last thing you want to do once a month is go to a meeting in the evening, right? Mm-hmm. So I took that upon my shoulders and said, this is where I want to be. But the biggest catalyst was Black History Month that rolled around and my son did not talk to me about it. At all, and I was sitting here like I know we in February, so I had emailed the teacher. I was like, "So what do y'all do for Black History Month?" Cause I'm thinking my baby gonna roll up in here and tell me at least about Martin Luther King, somebody. Something. And she was like, "Oh, we just have a, you know, we just give out information." And I was just like, "Okay, this is not good with me." So right before pandemic, I reached out and talked to our principal, and I have another parent with me. She did all the research, and we came with. We need to have a culture day, and we're going to mm. start here. These babies can at least learn about George Washington Carver of all people. Even mm-hmm. I had to learn this man went to Iowa State University. How many people know that?
0: I just found out just right now.
1: Okay, <laughs> and it, and don't for and so y'all historic for scholars don't call me out, but the fact that <laughs> this you know that we can start there. I went to a George Washington Carver High School, and I didn't even know this. Right? Wow. So we can at least start there. But the pandemic happened and we could not um, get that together because, you know, we were sent home. However, mm. that's what kind of propelled it was that representation and like, right. who am I seeing here? And then walking around the building, then you mean to tell me this school district don't have not a black employee anywhere? Like your demographics are changing. So when I'm sitting in PTO, our principal gives us data. And mm-hmm. they're telling me what the population layout. And I was like, ooh, this my end. So because of that, I was able to go in and sit down, because I can talk well, <laughs> mm-hmm. have a conversation and say what we can do. And there was the buy-in.
0: And sure mm-hmm.
1: enough, we had some other things that kicked off. But um, that's that's where it happened for me.
0: Man, it's, it's beautiful that you're part of that representation, because if we didn't have anybody there. And for me... I didn't even think it was that big of a deal. Like, if someone were to tell me about, "Hey, you want to go to the school PTO meeting?" I'd be like, "Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what, what are you? What are they really talking about?" It, I'm just being real. Yes. But you know, recent years, yes, <laughs> had me think like, like, yo, See? like maybe, maybe I shouldn't just be so at the back of the wall just making sure i think it thinking, thinking everything gonna be cool right because not everything's sweet like that um but it just it kind of goes back to what we've been talking about especially with the stem and um i want to bring up the a in steam too <laughs> i want to bring up that A. Oh, I was
1: trying to dodge it but okay
0: yeah. go ahead well just because i don't i don't know much about it so i'm not trying look i don't want no please don't give leah no problems because i'm <laughs> These I got big shoulders, but I'm yeah. just saying. But, like, it goes back to representation. Mm-hmm. And I can't be upset about something going on if I'm not there for the conversation.
1: Right. There has been um, so many little things like that. Like, um, you know, uh, you and your wife came and did tug of war last mm-hmm. year for, you know, a field day. It's I mean, we don't have to go and be the ones planning all the teachers' party, but... Being there, I'm sure, not only does it give you reposition to students, but look at how much, like, Amir be looking for me. I'm at the point now, mm-hmm. something happened, so, Mom, what time are you going to be there? <laughs> because he's <laughs> gotten used to knowing yeah, his mom is going to be there. And I wouldn't have that if this wasn't a sacrifice of not, you know, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so I have the ability to do that. My husband right. helps provide when I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. That Big gives backs. me that opportunity to roll it out like that. But it came from a girlfriend she's a single parent and she was still a PTO um, president and was very involved. And she was like, Leah, whatever you do be involved because these parents are kind of in the background, able to help influence some things. And people don't realize how much influence you have. Just being a parent volunteer, I can go in that building. Everybody know who I am. I don't have to flash my ID when I walk up in there. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, And I, cause, but cause I believe in conversations with people and I do my best to not judge people just by looking at them, you know? Right. You know, you can't resist my smile, I hope, you know, (laughs) and my humor, because I'm just very much just want to be present. I want to, um, I want that circle effect. I want his teacher to know I'm here to support you supporting my son. And this needs to be a team effort here.
0: Right. No, that's real. Um, let's talk about this much hated a Uh oh
1: <laughs> so tell me
0: what, what's the a in, in steam and, and why you touched on it a little bit but mm-hmm. why is it kind of it has this controversy
1: to be honest with you it ain't a big deal to me but um i have a, a cousin she has her doctorate and um so she's been teaching math for quite some time and i brought up she's like they need to let that a go and i was like but why and um, but the A stands for arts. And so don't don't nobody cancel me because this is a cancel culture. Don't cancel I don't I love the arts, be honest with yeah. you. So to me, I feel like it applies because I do knit. In order to knit, I gotta do math because I gotta count.
0: Yeah a lot,
1: right? And so I could see the application that way. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know how painting really if I'm gonna be that uh, literal mm-hmm. I don't understand What painting On the canvas Has to do With steam But I thought Well maybe Does it tie into Cause graphic designers Graphic artists mm-hmm. They have to have The ability To use technology And stuff So that part I don't know From what I read up I think it was a way To implement that More like at the School age Like our, our uh-huh. Elementary kids Not per se Really in our Adult Older Well our adolescence. There we go. Right. So I don't know. So, cause I've often heard too, it could have been agriculture and that would have made sense to me. So right. I don't know. Corey, is it
0: just because it's,
1: I don't know. I think cause you never thought about that, but I've mm-hmm. had people along the way like, why don't you put steam? Cause my platform is stem with an emphasis on stem. And they're like, why don't you do steam? And I'm like, I I tried, but all <laughs> every time I would bring it up, I would get this like that. Then I'll have people who, you know, go along with the new thing. I'm like, I don't know. Like, that's a good question. I'm going to put back on other people. Well, what do you think? Do you think arts belong in it?
0: Because, so this is my, this is my non, you know, engineer mind. I'm just a layman with, I'm just a podcaster. Okay. Right. I think of it as, well, when you're thinking about engineering, and you're thinking about numbers. What are you doing? You're using your mind, right? Right. So it's like, well, in art, if you're going to paint something, you got to use your mind and your creativity. There's some, even though it's math and it's just it's cut and dry, there mm-hmm. is some creativity to what you have to do. Correct, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, well, maybe that's it's more of a like a hey, a mind. You're using your mind.
1: You do because like Legos. So true story. Yeah. Mirrors in kindergarten, and they're like. He's not very imaginary, but when he would get Legos, my child can, oh, my God, he he inspires me. He can take something, see it, and now he knows how to apply it, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, well, not everybody's creativity is that same way. And it made me think about that when in my adolescence that I didn't have imagination enough. But it's like not all of us are these creators, you know, right. Or or maybe we're creators in a different way. But I've always been very much a, a, a logical person, so right. um, I want to draw on a dot grid because I like my lines. I want to <laughs> measure correctly, right? Yeah. Um, however, my creativity, as I was mentioning with knitting, I have been able to design things or figure stuff out that way. Yeah. And so we all are different, and what we are, you know, like, mm-hmm. and it, and we shouldn't be shamed if we're not creative. Some of us are just not. Like, if you told oh. my child to draw something, he's like, but I'm not that great at it. Yeah, but I'm if I grown. say go build this, he's a tactile person.
0: Yeah. He can
1: do that. So I blame some of that on me. Like that, when we were doing COVID and doing English and all that kind of stuff, mm-mm. me and him was both <laughs> crying. But when we got to do the math, you know, and science, yeah. we was for it. But that English thing rolled around and like we were just her. like, no. Oof. You Oof. know? Yeah. Or he had to create a drawing and it was just like... Let us just get on this YouTube and find this like easy, step by step. But he's yeah. too busy, like, but mommy, I can't draw it. I'm like, it's not about perfection, you know. Right. Doing that. You just made me think maybe we need to ask Robert more. Like, wonder what he would think about no. Steam. No. Since he is a art a local he's, artist. He's an artist.
0: Yeah. Yeah. An accomplished artist. So I'm I'm sure I would love to get his perspective on that too. Man. But <laughs> man, I hope nobody don't come at me about this. That's just my point. <laughs> this is my thought. Uh, Leah, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate your time. For those that want to learn more about you, um, what you're what you're doing for the schools, and want to learn more about your position, uh, where can they reach you?
1: Who on all the social media? <laughs> <All>
0: the- <laughs>
1: so I am Leah for Johnson Schools on Facebook and Instagram as well as TikTok, and then I'm on. Um, I like to say. Ex, formerly known as Twitter Formul-
0: right.
1: and I think that's been it and then I have a website leahwilliams.com and my name is spelled L-Y-A W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S dot com.
0: Awesome well Leah again thank you so much for being here everybody thank you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. I'll highlight you next time.